Welcome everybody to the We Hate Anime Podcast, the only anime podcast that is brought to you for the first time in Columbus, Ohio. That's right, motherfuckers. I have successfully moved across the country with the gracious help of our many, many patrons. And by many, many patrons, I mean the handful of people crazy enough to give us money. Uh, and I just want to, you know, reach out to those people and I want to thank them. So, uh, starting out the show, uh, I just want to thank, uh, firstly, uh, one of, one of our first patrons, my lovely girlfriend, Nicole Carter. Uh, there's also Kev online, genuinely great guy, watches stuff on YouTube. Uh, then we got Vinegar Raw, one of our newest patrons. Thank you so much for joining us, Vinegar. Uh, and of course, uh, Cataracic, which I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but they've never corrected me. But of course, uh, I can't not mention our number one current patron giving at the producer level $25 a month, Gachi, the Chadishus Thundercock. Yes, they changed their name and made me say that. Uh, thank you all for donating to the Patreon. Every little bit helps us out. Um... Especially right now, as I'm currently in between jobs, as you could imagine someone who moved across the country would be, uh, you're helping us keep this podcast afloat. Maybe not my lights on, but you're keeping the podcast on. Uh, and uh, with that said, you know, we're going to move forward. And I just want to introduce the one person brave enough to join me for uh, this week's episode. That would be uh, Sudoku, uh, also known as the King of the Future Fathers. Yeah, that's me. I, I guess I never really made like a formal announcement on the podcast. I've like alluded to it, but uh, my wife is pregnant. Yes, that's right. Soon, uh, someone else will be cursed with the knowledge of knowing Doku. Yeah. Uh, and of course, there's me, which it feels like it's been five years since I've been on an episode of the podcast. But that that's just because life has been coming fast. Uh, it's me, Big Mike. You know, that, that that's my name. Not English Mike. Uh, I'm moving away from that title uh, very slowly as I'm bad at remembering not to call myself that. You can't keep saying you're moving away from it and then say it. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, it's not that racist. No, it's not. It's uncomfortable. Uh, but it's not that bad. <laughs> Oh, so uh, Zoku, how you been? How you, how you been? It's been a while since we talked to each other. Uh, I have been good. I I'm basically all settled into my new job. I hit my ninety days last week. Uh, where so apparently, uh, at my job, in our department, which is the IT department, I have a liberal arts degree and somehow got an IT job. Let's go. Um, every for. Once a new employee hits 90 days, they vote on whether or not to keep the employee right in front of said employee. What the? What kind of fucking Hunger Games bullshit is this? I did not like that shit at all. God, like the most fucked up thing about that is that if anyone says no, but you still stay on, you know who your enemies are. (laughs) God, what, what, what was that actually? Did anyone like look at you in the eye and say, fuck you? Yes. 
Holy one shit. One person did. Uh, I got, I got, so it was a small department. I got three yeses, one no, and then one uh, Thunderdome was what they wrote. They, they did a write-in. Wait, they they wrote what? They wrote Thunderdome. Thunderdome? <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? I have no clue, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> Fun fact about me, the Mad Max franchise is my favorite movie franchise. Oh man, this, this mother this motherfucker could have ended up being like a tiebreaker vote for whether or not you got this job. <laughs> and he's like, fuck it. Thunderdome now, baby. God damn. I almost had a fight for my life. Literally. He, he might as he might as well have just wrote in Kanye for president or some <laughs> bullshit. Oh. Um but yeah, there's that. Uh, I really like my job. It is very nice having a job for the first time in my life where I don't feel existential dread driving to work. Oh, that's got to be nice. Uh, I realize I really like my job. It's really cool. Having, uh, yeah. I hate computers. I fucking hate computers. My job as an IT person has radicalized me against computers. I am praying every day for <laughs> a solar flare. <laughs> But, but, but Doku, if the solar flare hits, you'll be out of a job. That's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> well, what kind of bullshit have you had to deal with? Uh, Max. M- Max? Apple products. Oh, Max. As in Apple. Okay. Yeah. When you said Max, I was like, is that like your coworker? No. <laughs> uh, so, okay. I am the audiovisual technician for my work. I am basically in charge of, um, so I work for a casino and the casino has an event center where people can rent out the space for banquets and whatever. And we have projectors in there and I'm basically responsible for making sure that when there's a banquet or stuff, they use the projectors that they have a place to plug into. Max are nightmares. Mm. You can plug a Mac into an HDMI cable and it will decide it doesn't like it for no oh, reason. Okay. So, and I don't know that they have a Mac until they're on property and working on it. And usually I'm not there. Five o'clock, I'm fucking gone. <laughs> right. Uh, and so if they have a Mac, I have to completely redo all my wiring. And it usually ends up looking like shit compared to how I had it. Ugh. Uh, there God, was a that sounds fucking awful. The last concert we had, which was Beach Boys, their projector guy used Max, and we had to basically completely redo the way we were doing our projectors for concerts because of his fucking Max. You know, I've I've held for a pretty long time for me uh, the personal opinion that Apple products are all trash. Uh, and I think it's about time, you know, I, solar flare, I don't know, but we should definitely start bullying anyone with an Apple product. Yes. Including Moth. <laughs> Apple products, uh, fucking suck. If you ever have an event or something where you need to do a presentation, uh, I am fucking begging you bring a windows laptop. Seriously. It, 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 it it's one of the windows. Like, listen. I think Windows sucks. Everyone thinks everyone knows Windows sucks. 
but it, you can it's 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 plug and play shit. Yeah, like it, you, it, you can put it anywhere. You can use it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I, I, God, I had one event that they had two computers. They had a Mac, which wouldn't work. <laughs> they and they had a um, Surface Pro. The Surface Pro, they were trying to get sound off of it into the PA system. The Surface Pro didn't have an HDMI port. Um, mm. So he couldn't get sound that way. Well, you could do, they had like a, um, they had a USB-C adapter that was USB-C to HDMI that they could use that, but that didn't transmit sound. Uh, so I was like, okay, I can just, I can rig it to like, have be an aux cable into a mic port. Surface Pros don't have aux ports. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers for their Zoom meeting that they were having in this event center space had to hold a mic up to this Surface Pro. <laughs> and I just had to look at them and say there's nothing I can do, you dumbasses. <laughs> God, pe- people are so fucking stupid. <sighs> but yeah, no, it, other than like <laughs> your new hatred for any non-Windows uh, proprietary technology, uh, it sounds like uh, your job's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, I've been learning a lot about computers that I didn't know before because, uh, again, I had a theater degree. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, you have a theater degree? Great, you're going to work the tech in our theater. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even I work the tech for the tribe yeah I uh, you know what I bet I, I should put I should put the good word in for you uh, <laughs> but uh, you know I'm pretty disconnected from from the tribe uh, considering I've never technically been a part of it let's go uh, that so hey, that sounds pretty good though yeah. uh, me though me though uh, as I said earlier, I just fucking moved across the goddamn country. <laughs> That's oh. rough. I, I drove 12 and a half hours. Jesus. And we did not stop for sleep. Jesus. Uh, we, we, we left, we left at 12, we left at midnight Arkansas time. And arrived at 1.30 Columbus time, uh, which is only 12 and a half hours because of time difference. Yeah. Um, and I have never been that like, I was by, by the time we got there, I was a goddamn nervous wreck because I'm an idiot. I'm a stupid fucking idiot. I, yeah. I, I, I thought I had everything. I had, I fucking rented a U-Haul trailer. I fucking, I had it loaded up. I, I was like ready to go. I bought straps, but I only I only bought four straps and uh, they were not long enough. Oh no. So I had to connect the two I had to connect them so that I only had two straps precariously connected together in like an X pattern over all my shit. Yeah, that's spooky. Oh, it gets spookier. Uh, the I put a mattress protector around my mattress. Uh, and be- because that was plastic, it just started flopping 
in the fu- it, it would catch wind and just start flopping. Uh, and we had to stop multiple times just to check it, make sure it was okay. And the worst thing is, the worst thing about that is, we got here and then threw my mattress away <laughs> because it, it because the, the I had a better sleeping setup here uh, with my other bedding. And we just threw that mattress away. That mattress that, that fucking slowed us down. Because it's only a nine and a half hour drive. Uh, like, it, it's a pretty, like, reasonable drive, realistically. Yeah. Uh, but when you have to drive, like, 30 to, to, to 40 miles under the speed limit just to make sure that you aren't falling apart, it's nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah. No, I... I just... I am not looking forward to when I have to move out of state. Uh, honestly, uh, as stressful as it was, like if I would, if I had just prepared a little bit more ahead of time, it would have been, it would have went so smoothly. Um, us getting this place was kind of last minute. Um, we were not really expecting to get it even. Uh, and this, this apartment's really good for the price. Um, yeah, I've, from what my understanding, Ohio has pretty low cost of living. Yeah, it's comparable to the cost of living to Arkansas, yeah. which is why I was like, you know what, I can do that. Yeah, Oklahoma uh, is pretty it, uh, also has really low cost of living. And uh, specifically, though, I I live in Columbus, Ohio, which is a big fucking town. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I guess it's technically a city. But this is the weirdest city in the world. Um, there's only like, like altogether maybe ten high rise buildings. Okay. Uh, it's it's this it's this massive city of like almost a million people, like but everything's like mostly single story, and it's structured like every location is structured like a small town, so like. It feels like a collection of of well put together small towns everywhere. That's kind it's of kind of nuts. That kind of sounds like how like Tulsa is set up, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, Tulsa, Oklahoma is kind of the same way. Uh, I guess okay, Oklahoma City is kind of like that too. Well, Oklahoma City has like has a downtown area with like a few high rise buildings, and then like surrounding that is just like suburbs and shit. Yeah, um, this is like one of the nicest places I've ever lived in my entire life. Base. Um, there is a very nice park, a ten minute walk from where I live. Cool. Uh, there, like everyone is like, the, the, oh, you're from the south, like I am. There's this fucking southern stereotype of like, oh man, everyone from the south is so nice. Uh. But it's fake because everyone in the South is not actually nice. They they just they use nice words to say mean things. Yeah, they're very passive aggressive. No one is like that here. Everyone is so like I was at Kroger checking out and the Kroger's there like play a little song when you check out. I, I've never chopped at Kroger really. And I was just like, oh, man, jam into the song. And then some woman never talked to her before in my life looked over and I'm like, oh, I thought I was the only one who danced to that song. And I was like. Oh, you sweet little creature. <laughs> I want to talk to you. I want to get to know you. That's, and like, it's everywhere. 
Everyone is nice. There are people that go outside and walk places because the city is structured to do that. So like, you just see people, strangers talking. It's, it's so fucking weird. It's crazy. It's, oh, this place is fucking awesome. I just need to get a job so I can stay living here. Yeah, it would be like that. That would, That's like, I, so originally we were planning on moving to Las Vegas. Because my wife and I are both, both have theater degrees. We're both theater people. And Vegas is a pretty big theater town. We have friends that live down there, but we just, we could never just, we were never, well, the one time we were able to actually save up enough money to try and move, uh, COVID happened and shut down the entire theater industry. Yeah. (laughs) And then I got the job that I have now. So probably stay where we're living at for a little longer, for a few more years, probably. That's really and I'm I'm probably sucks. now in the IT pipeline, <laughs> which isn't bad. It's only a matter of time since this. It's only a matter of time till you're wearing the programmer socks, Doku. <laughs> oh man, bro! I have a coworker who talks about <laughs> his who talks about Bitcoin mining. Oh no! I have, uh, I have a lot of self restraint. Let me just let me tell you. <laughs> you should just like when you're really mad at him. You should just be like, "So I heard, uh, I heard the IRS is coming after NFTs." <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like, just besides wh- that, he's cool as fuck. He offered to give me his uh, his old solid state drive because I, I'm still using an old ass fucking hard drive in my computer. So besides that one character flaw he's cool he's he's pretty he's pretty all right i i would be wary of taking any electronics that someone who's into bitcoin mining has used if it was a graphics card i would agree but usually they don't they don't really care about like ssds and shit okay and cpus too they usually buy like cheap cpus and then buy those like super expensive graphics cards uh, but yeah, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, I'm going to have a job. I uh, I did have a job for three days. I worked in a factory uh, and it was so bad for my mental health that I, I was breaking down after every shift because if you you work in a factory, like it's not like it's really hard to describe. Like the factory working there was actually fine, but like I was just spent the entire day inside my head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, by the end of the shift, I would have convinced myself that an innocuous thing I said earlier in the day uh, was uh, something worth having a breakdown for. Because I because I, I was worried that I greatly offended my girlfriend. I feel like that is a job I would like. So I worked in a restaurant for five years. Uh, I started as a dishwasher. I found mm-hmm. dishwashing very therapeutic. Because everyone yeah. just left me alone. I could like put earbuds in, listen to music, and just like do what I did. So I I feel like I would find something like that therapeutic. Yeah, no, I, I'm the same way because I don't like working with people. Yeah. Uh, and that job is totally something you could do that for. Because at this factory, you could just show up and like, because uh, it's an incredibly loud factory, you can just listen to whatever you want as long as you're listening to it through a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. Uh, and no one will even hear what you're listening to because it's so fucking loud. Like you have to put in like fucking uh, ear things to make sure your ears don't get damaged. Mm-hmm. 
my issue with it is that I did not have a Bluetooth speaker. Oh. Uh, and uh, so I spent the first two shifts of real work uh, just inside my head. And like it was work that I wasn't good at. And I was just like struggling um, to like balance the in my head part, but also the doing work part of this stuff I've never done before. And and my back was hurting uh, the entire time because I'm like, I'm not super tall. I'm six feet tall, but uh, like standing and doing work, that, that shit breaks your back. I yes. wish I would have bought myself a back brace way earlier when I was working at a restaurant. If, if I wasn't such, if I wasn't like a big fat guy, I would have a back brace, but it's impossible to find one when you're my size. Yeah. Uh, still losing weight, still losing weight. Based. So that's still happening. Um, but yeah, like uh, all the equipment there, all the machines, they're designed for someone of average height to work on. And like, you don't think about like, you don't think like, the difference between someone who's average height and someone who's a little tall would be that much until you have to slightly lean forward for eight hours a day. Yeah. Uh, and then your, your back goes just fucking out. Cause there's no way to deal with that. Um, yeah, I, I knew it would, I knew I would not end up staying there for very much longer. Uh, so I just, uh, the day where I was trying, like the day after, like I had, I decided that maybe I shouldn't stay there for much longer. And the next day, my girlfriend's car, uh, the battery just died. And I took that as the sign. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like the factory is an hour outside of town. Ooh. Yes. So we have to drive an hour there, spend eight hours, then an hour back to town. That's 10 hours a day. working there where i'm gonna where where i would have been working there's mandatory overtime yeah and uh, every other saturday is a day you have to work so that means that eight hours turns into 10 hours a day with only one day off a week and add on to that the two hours of travel i would literally die (laughs) yeah Uh, Factory work is uh is fucked up. It sucks. Yeah, no. I've heard and like, nothing but bad things about factory work. Besides the pay. Yeah, no. The pay was I was getting I was getting paid sixteen fifty an hour. Yeah. Uh we have like a good year factory in this town that basically employs it's like I think it's the town's highest employer. And yeah, their pay and benefits and shit is insane. If I get into better shape, I might end up going back to that factory. Uh, it's just the shape I'm in right now. I I would I and men, and mental shape as well. Yeah, like I, I need to be good at headspace. Um, so for now, I've I've reapplied to a Walmart. God damn. <laughs> uh, I've applied to a few other places. Um, applied to a fucking AutoZone. Uh, auto and I too bad to work for. I worked for Advanced, which is the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and that was my favorite job I ever had. Uh, I also applied to work for the state of Ohio as a janitor. Um, state jobs are good benefits. Yes. I that almost place- got a state job working for the theater that's working for like the theater that's here in uh, in the city. So I almost got like a city job. 
and then my current job was offering like slightly more every two weeks so i took that as what this one instead instead of an actual yeah, no. job i took an it job uh you you go to here here's here's a little heads up you live in the u.s go with go place. if you're looking for a job just type in uh state careers and go to their fucking uh website mm-hmm. and like you will be surprised and like it all pays insanely well yeah janitor like in my town janitors make like 16 an hour that's how much that's how much this job is yeah uh and the hours are perfect from 5 p.m to 12 p.m and i'm gonna be alone for that entire time yeah just cleaning like that job's gonna be cake easy if i get it um i'm hoping i do because like not only that but that uh that uh that when i would get off coincides to when nicole would be getting home from work every night Base. so like literally pick me up babe let's go home the <laughs> uh you you, you want to be that the janitor from control i've not played control yet although now i can the glory of having a girlfriend with a fucking gaming piece let's go let's go Honestly, uh, outside of the anxiety I currently have for not having a job, this is the best thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, that's good. I'm very, I like, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Thanks, man. Um, it's, it's pretty crazy to get, uh, you know, laid on the regular. Yeah. (laughs) Sex time. Let's go. I, I won't go into details, but apparently... I'm good at giving head. So I've uh, I've been forced to hear. <laughs> I mean, it's not every day that your girlfriend's like, yo, throat goat. <laughs> 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 oh, but yeah, uh, you know, that's that, that's basically, you know, Columbus is fucking nuts. You guys like there's so much to do here. Uh, and it, it's great. I went from a city, like I went from a city of, uh, 71,000 people to a city of 800,000 people. And the difference is like night and day. Like there's so, there's so much to do. There's so much like food. Like the food here is nuts. Based. There's like a a military town. No, it's a college town. Oh, okay. Uh, but so was so was the town I came from. Like <laughs> this town is just designed like a like a city and and like it has history and shit. Uh, the town I came from had nothing but racism. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, there's a there's a fucking there's a there's a small hole in the wall diner like uh about a 10 minute drive from here called Scotty's. And it's, it's literally the best breakfast food I've had in my entire life. And, uh, like the, the guy who runs it, his name is, uh, guess Scotty. Uh, he just works there every day and he's this big rotund guy who's just like, Hey, I said, I saw you last week. How you doing? You like the food? Oh man, it's great to see you. Hey, I'll come back and check on you again. And then he will come back and he will check on you again. That's like uh, this place we have here called The Junction. It is open until like five o'clock in the morning. It is ran by this Italian dude 
who I swear is in the mob. <laughs> uh, it's a Korean restaurant. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's banger food. Like, it's banger Korean food. And he just, he'll, he likes to just argue with guests who come in. That's amazing. He's really cool. <sighs> but yeah. Um, uh, th- even though my anxiety, I'm really happy that this happened. And uh, I, I, I want to thank, you know, even you, Doku, all my friends that have been supportive of this big change. Uh, and if you too would like to support this big change, you can go to patreon.com slash we hate anime. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, but yeah, um, other than that, I also saw Dune. Yeah, I also saw Dune. <laughs> or a- as the uh, title drop calls it, Duke. Duke. I think everyone saw has seen Dune in, in, the, in the We Hate Anime podcast network. Except maybe Frog. I don't... Yeah, the frog has it, but that's because frog barely exists. <laughs> uh, As a Canadian, that, they do not exist. That's right. We're calling you out, frog. <laughs> you, you need to fucking get on our level and get and watch Dune. Dune's really good. Uh, that is, um, it's really weird because, like, when Moth is really into something, I expect it to be something with no substance. Uh. And Dune is something that that Moth is really into. He he even did like a, 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 a like a, a special little like weird role play thing that we uploaded to to, to YouTube about. <laughs> so he it. just talks about Dune. It's great. Yeah. Uh, fun fact about that. Uh, and granted, if you're if you're old head, you know it. That was originally supposed to be ASMR. Uh, but but like I was like okay Moth you want to do ASMR that's that's fine I know some people I'll get you some tips and then like I asked I asked Mom to uh, Moth to just record something so I could see you know what he's working with and he thinks Moth thinks ASMR is just talking quietly so like he he was just like hey guys not getting close to the mic not doing any of the fucking weird <laughs> ear, like tapping shit yeah. he's just like he's just talking really softly like a normal like like a root like 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 a guy that's just sitting normally next to you and just talking normally would be Moth talking it was like this is not asmr a porn star's understanding of asmr <laughs> oh god but yeah um so i went in i didn't okay I know Dune is something that people really love, so I didn't go in expecting it to be bad. Uh, I did not expect it to be as smart as it is. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, like, my whole life I've heard people talk about Dune. Like, my dad loved Dune. Uh, My friend Peyton loves Dune. Whoa, you're friends with Peyton Manning? Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Uh, He was actually the one that was like, Though like one movie, so we get HBO Max through my brother-in-law, and so mm-hmm. like that was like the one movie he was like, "When this comes out, I really want to watch it with y'all." And so it was like we, the day it came out, we all got together and we watched we watched Dune with him, and all of us just fucking loved it. We had a great time. <laughs> it's insane, like that movie is f- almost three hours long. 
and it doesn't feel it. It really doesn't. That's like the one thing I've been really confused about by uh, people who are illiterate on the internet. Um, They're saying like it's boring, but like it, it, it doesn't feel as long as it is at all. Like the first hour, maybe, you know, I, I actually think the, the, the closest you could say to it being boring is like, I think you could have ended that movie after the siege on their like uh like town yeah um and everything after that's just a little slow because that's that's like the that's like the big set piece of the movie mm-hmm. uh and there's not like there's not like a cap to the to the movie like there is for a lot of modern movies and I, I'm actually fine with that um and I think everything after that is also really fantastic um but yeah this this movie like. It's it's like the, the oh everything about it is just banger. Like everyone is hot. All the perf- <laughs> everyone is hot. Ah, <laughs> oh. like the only actor who I think doesn't do a great job would be um the the girl Zendaya. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, she doesn't really have a whole lot to work with in this movie. And not only that, but she's also not in it much, yeah. so you don't notice that she doesn't have a lot to work with. She has. A, she stares at the camera. Yes, that is, that is uh, what she does in that movie. Hopefully, by the second movie, you know they'll she'll have like figured out like she'll she'll be given some proper direction because like I feel like towards the end when she actually does get some speaking lines, they just feel kind of wooden. Yeah. Um, but everyone else in this movie is given a, a ten out of ten performance. Yeah. I, I didn't even know Batista was in this movie. I didn't know Batista's either. Batista's there. I didn't know like any of the... I didn't see a single trailer for the movie. I didn't even see the poster until we got on HBO Max to watch it. I have I had no clue who was in it. Like each time like Oscar Isaac showed up, I was like, what the... I didn't know Oscar Isaac was in the movie. I didn't know David Batista was in the movie. What the fuck? Who was this hot twink? Yeah. No, then super hot twink. <laughs> And everyone in this movie, including the fat floating man, is hot as fuck. Okay, now let's slow down here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just this movie, like, okay, it, I, I left the theater. I like when the movie ended, I was like, I, I want more. I, I, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna end up reading Dune. Oh no, um, my wife, like, the next day, we ordered Dune on Amazon. She read it in two days. Jesus Christ. Uh, and then after that, we ordered the whole series. And she has now started reading uh, Dune Messiah. Nice. Um, so oh. the one thing that really fucked me up about, about that movie. So Jason Momoa is in that movie. Halfway through the movie. <gasps> not halfway, a little more than that. He shaves his beard. God, he looks so fucking weird with a shaved he beard. He looks like Brendan Fraser. <laughs> That was all I could think about because there's that one scene. There's a scene where it's like the scene where he's just wearing like a baggy white shirt, kind of like Brendan Fraser in The Mummy, and he just fucking looks like Brendan Fraser. I could. He looks like. He, he looks like someone did a wide Putin mean to Brendan Fraser. <laughs> God, that that's so true. Like, God. I, I get like shaving his face actually makes sense, especially to like it's a sand planet. Like, of course, you'd shave the face. Yeah. Like fit into the gear better or whatever. Like, that's fine. But also you look terrible. No, he doesn't. Shut the fuck up. 
He looks okay. He looks bad with no facial hair. No, I'm he sorry. does not. Leave him alone. He look, like maybe okay. Maybe sound like my wife. No facial. Maybe with no facial hair and like a, a shorter haircut, he'd look fine. But like, it just doesn't go well, man. It looks bad. <laughs> Given the, the the mummy Brendan Fraser haircut, he'd be fine. Oh, 100 percent. You give him that haircut, and I, I'm I'm gonna be over here like salivating. <laughs> a fucking that dude's a hot guy. Yeah. I'm glad <laughs> Hollywood has uh, finally figured out that Jason Momoa is incredibly charismatic. Oh yeah, no, like he's Jason Momoa feels like a, the great a great actor to like do whatever you tell them to do. Yeah. Uh. Like he just seems incredibly talented and able to give what you want of him. I I can't wait. In the coming years, there's gonna be some serious movie with Jason Momoa, and he's gonna give it his all, and it's gonna be a great fucking movie. Yeah. No, as just like J- J- Jason Momoa is a great actor, and it it really is. It's sad that it took Aquaman for people to figure out that he's great and charismatic. <laughs> Yeah, but like he, he he literally carried uh, all the DC movies he was in, despite those movies still being ass. Yeah. <sighs> Aquaman yeah, like, is like I, one of the funniest fucking movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I I still haven't seen it. And I don't know if I will or not. It's not worth it, watching, it but it's funny. very funny. Maybe I'll get like super drunk with Nicole and we'll watch it. But yeah, Dune's uh, great. Watch Dune. Please give. Please watch Dune. Please give your money to Dune. Seriously, watch it in four K Blu-ray. Thankfully, they already announced that it's getting like it's part two, which is pretty cool considering it starts by saying it's part one. Yeah. Uh, but like you should you should watch this just for like, like this is like when when my brain thinks of science fiction. It doesn't really think of such shit like Star Wars. Mm. It thinks of the type of shit that Dune's doing. Yeah. Also, like, like, we're watching Dune, and it gets to the part near the end of the movie where one of the characters says, "We can, we'll take like we'll, we'll take like Dune guy. I forget his name. Paul. Paul. We'll take Dune guy, but not the mother. And then like my friend just fucking says, "God damn it, George Lucas is a fucking hack." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we can get into that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is like literally fucking George Lucas Red Dune was like, oh, what if what what if they could do all that shit, but they didn't have to talk and also they had laser swords. To be fair, <sighs> that is kind of a base uh, idea to have. <laughs> yeah, but, but then he was that. also like. Yeah, and then 40K was like, yo, what if we copied everything from Dune and just, like, made it our own? Yeah. Oh, man. I Dune is like the prequel movies were good. You know what I mean? Oh, you're so... Oh, you're so kind of right. Uh, you should... The the new Star Wars watching order is Dune and the, 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 uh, the rest of Star Wars. Yeah. Um... Also, like the soundtrack is nuts. It's Hans Zimmer, of course. It's like, I it, I don't think it's music I would ever listen to. Yeah, but it's it's it fits music really that well. fits. 
It's yes. a lot more subdued than Hans Zimmer usually does. Uh, this is weird. My favorite, I think my favorite Hans Zimmer score is Batman v Superman. <laughs> uh, you should die. That soundtrack has some bangers. I'm sorry. The score has <laughs> I'm going to bang your head against the wall. <laughs> Listen. You put Hans Zimmer this man over on here. fucking Looney Tunes back in action too. <laughs> He'll get on. But yeah, no, what Hans Zimmer did with this movie is completely nuts because the tracks he created help create this unease and alien feel that the movie really needed. Yeah. Like, I watch Dune. Like, just watch it. It's so fucking good. And Moth is Moth is listening to this and seething and malding <laughs> and 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 fucking cursing me because i'm a fake fan who didn't read the book i will read the book eventually i probably won't when i I'm have sorry. money i can't read oh uh, wow you're just like moth <laughs> i probably will eventually uh i want to get through i eventually at some point in my life want to read every book of the before cycle which is like a series of like 30 books uh, what is that? I've never heard of that. Oh, it is a book series by Raymond E. Feist. Uh, that is, it's comprised of like several sagas. So the first series is called the Rift War Saga. It's three, four books of your American. Um, the the first book is about this orphan named Pug, and in this kingdom. When you become of age, there's like this big ceremony and every of age boy gets um, chosen to become an apprentice for to whatever. And mm -hmm. his best friend becomes like the knight's apprentice or something. And he doesn't get anything. Mm -hmm. But the Duke's wizard decides to take him as an apprentice. And he's really shitty at magic. <laughs> Nice. Uh, he he just can't. He's he's learning it very slowly. Uh, halfway through the first book, or at the end of the first book, if you're American, uh, he gets kidnapped by uh, people from an alternate universe that visit their world, <laughs> or Jesus that uh, invade their world, and uh, becomes enslaved for like 15 years. And in that 15 years, he. Uh, he uh, learns how to use magic and becomes like one of the high ranking mages of this world. And there's a scene where he's like at a like, Colosseum because they kind of wipe his memories. He's in a Colosseum, like his memories awaken and he just like fucking destroys the place. And it's really, it's really neat. And then he goes back to the original world and liberates it and shit and that's just the first book uh that sounds insane. every book has basically a different main character uh so like the main the main character of the first book whose name is pug uh he's not after the first the first book he's no longer the main character he shows up as this like the most powerful magician in the universe and someone who has canonically met Jesus. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Like the in-universe Jesus? No, Jesus, Jesus of Christ? Nazareth. 
Jesus. <laughs> he traveled okay. to our universe and met Jesus. Oh, Doku, you just you just sold me <laughs> as hard as you possibly. <laughs> I need you to message me the name of this series it's, so that I can begin my journey. The first book is called uh, Magician Apprentice, or magician, or it's called Magician. And if you're American, it's called Magician Apprentice slash Magician Master. Uh, it's called the Rift War Cycle or Rift War Saga. It's really fucking good. All the characters are great. Uh. His best friend Thomas, who the guy who becomes Knight of the Princess, becomes a fucking Chad who gets like this golden armor from a dragon and becomes in, like an immortal. God, that's so, how many of the books have you read? I have read the first five. So I read the first, the whole first saga, which is the first three books. And then, like, I got halfway through the second saga. God. The, uh, this story sounds uh, I'm a big fan of like high concept book series like uh well not, not necessarily high concept but like ongoing stories like that like uh I'm a big fan of the Rangers Apprentice series uh which if you've never read is like just fantastic uh, a little bit of what you're telling me sounds kind of like it because it follows like an orphan boy and like uh, a group of other orphans, which aren't main characters except for one of them. And uh, once they reach a certain age in this kingdom, they have to like, uh, like, tr- like try and become an apprentice to a, someone with a certain like uh, uh, trade. Uh, you know, so like uh, one guy's name's Horace. I don't know why I remember his name because I don't even remember the main character's name. Uh, but Horace, he, he ends up becoming a knight's apprentice, and the the guy, uh, the girl that the main character likes, ends up becoming the baker's apprentice, and he gets nobody. Uh, and to prove that he's uh, worth uh, being uh, someone's apprentice, uh, or something like that, it's been a while since I've read it. He scales the tower and breaks into like uh, uh, um, like the. The principal's office, I guess. It's not really principal's office, but for the purpose of this explanation, it is. And the entire time, the guy who didn't pick a, an apprentice was watching him. And uh, and this was his test to see if he could become the ranger's apprentice. Uh, and, and in this story, a ranger is just like, is dual part like the, the like scout for... Uh, the uh, uh kingdom but also is an assassin base uh so he gets raised from an early age to be like uh an assassin and at some point in the second in the second book he gets kidnapped by fantasy vikings and for like five years is their slave uh while he has to keep a princess safe uh and it, it goes all over the place. It's so fucking good. I need to get back into that series. Uh, that's a good ass fucking series. Uh, also, uh, by the second book, the big bad force is just killed by Horus. Not in like something super like like impressive. He just like challenges him to battle, and the guy's like uh, fucking uh, uh, like pride won't let him decline. And so in front of his own army, he just fucking gets killed and it's sick. Base. 
That's a good ass book series I need to get back into. What is it called? Uh, the Rangers Apprentice. It's called the Rangers Apprentice okay. series. Uh, that series is just fantastic. Like I, uh, it, it it's it's it doesn't just play with this one kingdom. Like like even whenever he gets captured by the fantasy Vikings and he goes to their like land. That land has completely different customs and uh, like a culture that they have to learn. And it's obviously cold and shit. And like they're slaves for the entire time. So they, they have a, a way to be treated. And it, it gives this princess like some like uh, view into the world that she had not seen otherwise. So she becomes less of like a pampered princess and more of like a world weary traveler. Which she, when they do escape, takes uh, her that she takes that like experience with her into becoming a queen eventually. And there's, there's time skips that show like all this development happening. Cause uh, every couple of books, there's like a time skip of a couple of years. Um, just phenomenal. A- and there's very little magic in the world. Like they, they don't do magic all willy nilly. Uh, the first book has a monster and you don't see another monster until like the fifth book. Uh, and that fifth book is also the one with a wizard in it. Uh, super fucking sick. Uh, speaking of super sick, we should probably get on talking about the, the We've anime. Been recording for fifth for almost an hour. <laughs> you know what? I was worried. I was terrified that coming into this, there wouldn't be that much to say. Uh, now we got to fucking wrap it's just it up. You and me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> let, 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 let's go ahead this is a seasonal episode we watched you know the the fall anime season of anime this is a late seasonal episode um so let's, we're just gonna run through it we're not gonna just run through it because there's plenty to say about some of these yeah. but uh here at the start uh there are five shows that uh doku here did not see so i've forgot about this until you said something i think it was yesterday or the day before yeah it was it was saturday we're recording on a monday uh and you were like hey are you good to record tomorrow and i was like yeah i got a crunch because all i had watched was platinum in and tacked up his destiny so I was like, oh, fuck, I got to spend the day watching the rest of these shows. <laughs> and can, can I just say you are a gentleman and a scholar because God forbid uh, anyone, no one else, everyone else. Anytime I was like, hey, anyone want to who, who wants to be on this episode? Silence. Yeah. And Doku, like the first time I said it, it was like, yeah, what, what's the seasonal list? I got it. Yeah. Well, I like, like doing these because I like I like I like discovering new shows and because there's always something that i that i get from these that i turn up really liking and yeah no they're the the cool thing about doing these seasonal episodes is that there's so much anime that your average person wouldn't even try like i i found some of my favorite anime because i do this these seasonal episodes um like I started watching seasonal anime before their podcast was a thing, and there is a show called uh, Magical Circle Guru Guru, uh, which is my favorite comedy anime. It's so fucking funny, and if you like turn-based RPGs, it will literally murder you with its comedy. 
it, that that show's amazing. No one talks about it. No one's even fucking heard of it. It's it's so upsetting to me. Oh, before we get into uh, what we watched, we should get into what we watched last season. Hell yeah. Uh, me, I didn't watch a damn thing because I... <laughs> It, it's it's upsetting. Uh, I was preparing for the move and, uh, you know, I lost my job and just like was in a bad place for a while and I didn't really watch a lot of anime. I need to go back and watch Kobayashi-san, uh, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, because I fucking love that shit. Uh, uh, Doku, you, last season was your first seasonal watching. And, no, it wasn't. Uh, did, I did you the one before any... that. Yeah. Did? Oh, you did, didn't yeah. you? You've been my little seasonal buddy every single time. Yeah. Bless your fucking soul. Bless your heart. Uh, so I watched, I watched two shows and I dropped one show. I dropped Sunny Boy because it was kind of slow, and I was like, I'm gonna wait till this is done and then binge it. <laughs> and then it ended, and you haven't touched it. Uh, yet. Yeah, <laughs> I got numbering. Uh, and then I watched. Um, so the two shows I actually finished. I watched. Uh, the Duke of Death and his maid. Um, so from the first episode, you might think that this whole show is just one joke. So the show is um, this guy who comes from this like aristocratic family gets cursed. Um, so where everything he touches dies. If he touches something, it dies. And so his family sends him to live in this house by himself. At first, it's just him and his butler. And then they hire another, a maid to live with them. And this maid has fallen in love with the boy, the guy. And they fall in love with each other. But he can't touch her. But the maid is big booby, big booty. And she got that big old, she got that big old, that, that old big old, no big old, big old, baby. <laughs> and uh, so it's, it's the trope of like a uh, busty girl uh, teases shy dude, uh, except the shy dude, if he touches her, she'll fucking die. <laughs> and honestly, that's just my, my real life experience. <laughs> So at first you because for the, like the first episode that's basically the whole joke for the first episode, and so you think that's going to be the one joke for the whole series, but then they start introducing more characters, and the other characters they introduce are really good. So they introduce his sister, who's like she's way more eccentric than him, and the main thing about her is that she has a crush on the butler who's like this very old dude with an eye patch and she has hmm. a crush on him <laughs> good taste uh and then they introduce the two witches uh, so they introduce one she's like a red-haired witch who can turn into a bat uh, and has she has like she has like fire powers and she's very stupid and nice. they introduce her friend who has a bird, like he has like a bird head. And he's like, he's like her like caretaker kind of. And it's really cute. Like the whole, the dynamic between all the characters is really cute. Uh, and then they introduce the worst character, which is the brother. 
the second born brother who his whole thing is that he hates the number two because it reminds him he's the second born. Wow. Sounds like a really dynamic. Yeah, he sucks. I hate him. Uh, The show's (laughs) great, though. It's like it's like CG animated, but it looks really good. All the backgrounds look like they're painted on canvas. Yeah, I remember when I did like the first episode I did watch. Uh, I remember thinking the backgrounds like look surprisingly good for a CG animated show. Yeah, it's really cool, and it's it's just an adorable anime because unlike a, a lot of anime like this, the two characters, like the two main characters, are very upfront about their feelings towards each other, and so it makes for a lot of really cute and very wholesome moments. And I highly recommend yeah. it if you like if you like that shit. Because it is cute. And also, the opening and endings are bangers. I might I might get back into it then. Because I was very much worried that it was going to end up being the same joke every episode. No. I mean, they'll go like a whole episode and maybe make that joke like once. Maybe. Okay. Uh, then the other show I watched was The Case Study of Vanitas. Uh, which was the gay vampires. Well, the one gay vampire. Let's go. Um, the show is great. The show reminds me a lot of Full Metal Alchemist. Really? Uh, really great fight choreography. Every character is incredibly likable and incredibly hot. <laughs> uh, really, that's all you need. Like, the third episode introduces this character who is a vampire. So, there's the two main characters. There's, uh, I don't, Noel, no, or Noe, who is the vampire. And then there's Vanitas, who is a human who has taken the name of the vampire of the blue moon, who's like, uh, he's, he's basically like a vampire who just, who murdered other vampires. And he's taken that, and he's taken the book of Anitas, which allows him to uh, kind of, like, basically cast spells and shit. And mm-hmm. he, cause he calls himself a vampire doctor. He's like, it is, it, it is my duty to save vampires, because there's, like, a thing going around where vampires can get cursed, and essentially lose their name and when they lose their name they become monsters and so with this book he's able to get their name back to them and revert them back into vampires uh the third episode introduces uh one of my favorite characters in the show who is a she comes from a clan of vampires whose job it is to execute criminal vampires Okay. And she carries around a coffin with a giant gauntlet in it that she uses to fight. That's pretty sick. And then she becomes friends with the two main characters. And she's like incredible. She starts becoming like incredibly like moe and cute. It is great. Nice. Uh, and then near the end of the series, they start introducing, or the end of the season, they start introducing like the church. And how, like, the church hates vampires and shit. But they meet one character who is this, like, hot, like, hot cute boy with blonde hair 
who's like overly fucking powerful, like uh, I guess Inquisitor or whatever, who like befriends them, and it's they go through like a through like a Full Metal Alchemist esque arc where they like befriend the villain and shit. It's really cool. The show's cool. I'm very excited for the second season. Oh, they're gonna do a second season? Uh, I don't know if they've actually announced it. But it's good. But it, it, it like ended in such a way where you think, yeah, like, it ended on a cliffhanger. Like the the okay. series is definitely not ended. I don't even think the manga's ended yet. Okay, yeah, I might uh, I might give that one another chance sometime. Uh, I didn't hate the first episode. I thought it was pretty cool. I I especially liked. Uh, one of my favorite like old world concepts is is the idea of like names having power. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really cool in the first episode. Uh, I just didn't. I felt like the gayness was like way too fujo baby. So I was like, I don't know about this. Yeah, that's great. Also, it's the world of steampunk. So if you're into that shit. Nice. And uh, what was the third show? Again? Oh, the Sunny Boy, which I dropped. Sunny Boy. Which is really cool. Sunny Boy is probably, like, it It seems like something that is important. I just could not watch more of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Sunny Boy is, Sunny Boy and Kobayashi's Dragon Maid are the two shows from last season that I want to watch more of, and I just haven't yet. Uh... But like Sunny Boy, just like that first episode is is a fucking. The first banger. episode is so fucking good, and then after that, they're on like this island for a few episodes, and then it like really slows down a lot. Okay. Which I mean, it's a slow show. Like it's per- very purposefully slow. It's just at the time I was watching it weekly, I just couldn't keep up with it. Yeah, it probably doesn't feel as slow when you're watching it in a binge format. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that those all sound like like absolute like bangers of, of 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 shows. If anyone wants to go back and watch some old stuff that's completed, you got some recommendations there. Yeah. Uh, now we have to do the dirty deed of talking about the current airing anime. Let's go. I'm gonna take a drink of my Arby's uh, Coca Cola. Take take as long as a drink as you want because I'm about to talk almost nonstop for a little bit. Uh, so. I'm going to typically, if you've been watching, uh, you've been listening to Weed Anime for long enough, you know that typically we order this from what we have the most to say to what we from what we have the least to say about to what we have the most to say about. But these first five shows are shows that uh, Doku has not seen. So I'm just going to get it out of the way. Um, First two are second seasons. Normally, we don't even talk about second seasons, but these are really good shows. 86 and jobless reincarnation uh i'm gonna give away the goat and say that both of these shows are amazing uh if you liked the first season there you should watch these if you didn't watch them because i know not that many people watched 86 like enough people watch it that i it's not like i never see anything about it but not that many people watch 86 watch fucking 86 it's like it's amazing to me that there is a uh, there is a, a show about war with mechs in it that the, the story is war bad, but it's not like it's specifically like it's not like 
It doesn't moralize the concept of war like a lot of shows do. And instead focuses on uh, the relationships that war causes people to lose. Uh, and because of that, it, it's it's very interesting and complex. And it has a lot to say about a lot of things. Especially, uh, it's also got a lot of racism stuff. Because there's... there's l- <sighs> the one criticism I had for the first season... Uh, doesn't apply for the second season. Uh, there in the first season, uh, in the second episode, the main character looks at the screen for about five minutes and goes on like a, a, a rant about how racism is bad. Uh, and I get why that's there because you need to let anime fans actually know that racism is bad. Otherwise they're going to think that, uh, 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 that, uh, fucking attack on Titan is about how we should kill immigrants. Last call. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, 86 phenomenal. Like it I, I A1 Pictures A1 Pictures usually either makes garbage or really good shows. This is one of their best shows they've ever made. Um Jobless Reincarnation on the other hand, I say on the other hand as if to imply that it's bad. This show is fucking stellar. Uh, a lot of people criticize Jabba's reincarnation because the main character is like this fucking creepy sex obsessed dude who was like 40 and then died and got reincarnated as a child. And like, yeah, there's a lot of weird jokes about that. Also, it's weird to think about someone who's mentally an adult in a child's body. But then like there's moments of like genuinely complex character writing like the the most the two most recent episodes uh at the end of the first season this is a bit of a spoiler but it's not that bad at the end of the first season a teleportation accident happens that causes an entire kingdom's populace to be teleported to random places in the world uh the our main character the second season starts and our main character has to or well actually no it it's actually starts in this in the first season um but uh, the main character has to regroup, make his way back to the real world. And on his way, he meets up with his dad, who he hasn't seen in, at this point, several years. Because before then, he was like teaching magic to uh, a rich uh, rich dude's daughter. Um, and at this point, he's 11 years old. So his dad hasn't seen his son in like three years and uh he he's like convinced that his son was out having a good time while his entire family has been missing and like they meet and they they fucking duke it out like he like his dad is completely jaded and broken as a person uh and like that's like oh, okay that that's fine but like then the next episode is like both of these people realizing that like their father and son and uh like you can't just put like your expectations on your son for what you think they should have done uh because because he 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 sees his son he's like you did nothing but have help you didn't look for your family and he's like i didn't know my family was gone and i didn't even think about it because like i was just fighting for my life because he got teleported to the goddamn demon continent where it's nothing but sand and demons and he was fighting for his goddamn life and his, his father doesn't understand it and like they they have this great moment where they like they come to terms with the fact that like you know their family and they they have to they they have to like make make up 
and and Rudy, who again has this has the fucking soul of a goddamn old dude in him, it like makes his father get up, spread his arms out, get on his knees, and then jumps into his arm and says, "Papa, I've missed you so much." And his dad breaks down, like uh, all this like anger and angst and and like issues he's been dealing with break down in a solid moment of genuine character acting where like he grips his son and just weeps and apologizes and tells him how much he missed him. And it's like, it's genuinely affecting. It's like so fucking good. Uh, Now with that out of the way, you know, I've just talked about the two good second season shows that Doku didn't watch because he hasn't watched the first season. Let's now get into the, to the actual new shit. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Kyokai Senki, uh, the latest in a long line of uh, Sunrise wanting to make Gundam, but not want to call it Gundam so that they can get new people into it. Um, there's nothing to say about this show. It, it, it's just it's just it's neutered Gundam like Gundam is good because there's like there's like history to it. There's the pro- typically political intrigue. You know, like, yes, a lot of the time Gundam is just these kids ending up in in giant robots and fighting uh, uh, other kids in giant robots. But this show is just like, yeah, I'm a fucking I'm I'm a kid and I built my own goddamn uh, Gundam or not Gundam, but giant robot out of random parts that I've scavenged uh, after uh, a war. And it's like, this is like stupid. This is really dumb. Um, It's not bad. If you like sunrise shows and you don't mind like turning your brain off a little bit, it's pretty watchable. Um, after that, there's uh, Shiki Zakakura, uh, which is great. Um, basically, this is a Sentai show. It's all in uh, uh, 3D animated. But like the animation is insanely good. Like... Uh, the models are really high quality too. Uh, there's not a lot to say about it. It's pretty like story light, but like the action is like well directed. It uses the camera a lot, which in anime, even CG directed anime, they have a bad habit of just not using their camera for anything. Like the shots are typically very static and, and for good reason on normal anime, but for CG anime, there's no reason to do that. Um, but this allows like the action to have like a level of like depth to it. That's really good. Like I, when I was watching this with Nicole, I described it what, like after a cool action scene, I was like, wow, this is what Ruby would look like. If Ruby was a good show. Stop being mean to Ruby. <laughs> I'm going to keep being mean to Ruby. Fuck that bitch. And the fucking horse she rode in on. Uh, uh, one up to Monty Ohm, you're fucking turning your grave watching your fucking uh, thing you really love get fucking slutted out. God damn. <sighs> but yeah, uh, Shiki Zakura, really good. Uh, I recommend it, giving it a shot. See how you feel about it, especially if you like Sentai. I love Sentai. Next up is Rumble Grand, uh, Grandal, uh, which... This is an interesting show. And by interesting show, I mean it's very bad and not worth watching. Um, <laughs> That's why they watch it. I, 
I was dead ass gonna tell everyone that they didn't have to watch it if they were gonna be on the seasonal episode, but I forgot. <laughs> um, but and then like I was like, you know what? No, I want to talk about this, and the reason I want to talk about this is because while I was watching it, I was like, man, this is boring. This is like it's so trite. It's really stupid. Uh, and but then there are these little tiny moments where it starts to become like watchable. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm just being too hard on the show. Maybe I'm being too cynical. Maybe, you know, I, I'm just being a dick. And then it ended and I was like, okay, I'm going to watch the next show. And then the next show that we're going to talk about, uh, uh, which is Hike Monogatari started up and is like immediately visually interesting. And I was like, oh no, I wasn't too hard on Rumble Grand Grenadal. That show's ass i need to be harder on seasonal anime because anime need to look more like fucking hikimonogatari it owns uh, i've only watched one episode so far i'm gonna watch more but like that hikimonogatari it's a science saru show which you tell you one of two things it's either amazing or it's terrible um uh, in case you're not familiar doku uh Science Saru is the studio that did Devil Man, yeah, Crybaby. They did Devil Man and uh, Ping Pong the Animation, which is like their two biggest. Yes. Oh, and uh, what's what's fucking fucking Tokami yeah. Galaxy? Is that what it is? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Tatami Tat- Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, they did a lot of good shit, and then they also did bad shit, like Japan Sinks twenty twenty. Yeah. And the show is directed um, by a former Kyoto Animation uh, person. Worked on Kaon. This okay. Normally, I would probably put the show a little bit higher on the list, but it it led in from Grandall, and also like there's not that much to say about just the first episode. Not really. There's Um, definitely there's a lot of setup for interesting stuff to happen later. It's very much one of those shows that is gonna be slow. Mm -hmm. And, but by the end is going to have like a, a hopefully a really good message to it. Well, you know, um, you know what uh, Hike Monogatari is, right? Uh, no. Okay. It is a very, very old piece of literature, piece of Japanese literature. Oh, I didn't even know yeah. that. So this is just, this is an adaptation of that. It's basically like, it's considered Japan's Iliad. So okay. this is this is like a very like important piece of literature in Japan. This makes me more interested in it because now I'm less worried about it shitting the bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now it could still shit the bed. I don't fucking know. I don't know anything about the Hikimonogatari, but like now I'm very interested in watching more yeah. of this for a show to uh, start because it starts pretty fucking grim. <laughs> yes. Uh, like tonally, and it, but it has a lot of charm in it. Especially in the, uh, I guess the two main characters, uh, Biwa Which is, and uh, the dude. What's his name? Yeah, I, I don't know the characters' names, but like the our two main characters are a dude who can see the uh, ghosts of the fallen, and a girl who can see the future. Yeah. And uh, so there's a lot of homophobia in the eyes of the show. <laughs> so. I guess so like the big thing between these two characters is that uh the little girl her father was killed by the dude's clan that he belongs yeah. to 
and she sees in her future the fall of the clan. And the guy kind of wants to, I guess, to make up to her, her father's death, to try to protect her. And it yeah. is there. There's a there's almost nothing but set up in the first episode. Yeah. So there's not much more to say other than that. But uh, not only like it's not only that the setup was like for pre- I mean, uh, a, a worse studio would would have been making this setup and the show end up like not looking very good. Um, but this show looks is visually like very impressive. Yes, it is like the quality. I love it. As small animations are like ten out of ten. Also, uh, there's the music is surprisingly like contemporary. There's yeah. a lot of like kind of like hi hats and like kind of hip hop beats in the in the like OST, like not just like opening and ending. So what we're saying is, uh, Hekimonogatari. Samurai Champloo 2. Yes. Also, the opening and ending are bangers. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, Hege Monogatari, you should definitely check the show out. It's, yes. Uh, if, I, I feel like if you're someone who likes to binge things, this is definitely a show that's probably going to be a lot better to binge. So if you want to wait, that's fair. But like, it's really good. I will probably try to keep up with this one, too. I think this is going to be one of the free shows I try to keep up with. Maybe four. Uh, I might. Be, there might be four. Who knows? Next up on the list is uh, Miriko Chan. Yeah, <laughs> it exists. Uh, it's not a very convincing first episode. So, if anyone's not from, if, if anyone's not familiar with Miriko Chan, it's based off of like a a, a web like comic. Uh, well, I guess it's a manga at this point. About a girl who can see ghosts and they're super icky and gross, and she just pretends she doesn't see them, and that's the comic, uh, and that's the anime. Yep, it is. Uh, I mean, if if you like it, if this is something you've seen, you've watched it and seen, you'll like it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, it's. I wouldn't say like that's something I'll say about this season of anime. I don't think there's anything terrible. No, there's just a bunch of mid. Yeah, and this is one of those shows that I would say is... It's pretty definitionally This mid. is A5. Um, yeah, no, you could have done a lot more interesting things with the premise than you decided to do with this. It, it feels like a direct translation wherein... Like, I read some of the, the like, a chapter or two of the, the manga it's based off of. There's so little, like... There's room to improve it with visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there, I really don't have much to say outside of that. Like, it's it's fine. If, if you want to see a cute girl piss her pants, it's a show for you. Um, speaking of cute girls that probably piss their pants, a show that I really like, but Doku doesn't feel, is Sakugan. Hey! Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I could see, like... Uh, there's a lot to like in this show, but for some reason, it just went into my brain and then exited my brain. I don't know why. I can kind of understand <laughs> that. Um, 
I would understand that more if you were like me and were like poisoned. Because this show is just uh, Gurren Lagann by way of... Uh, oh god, I keep forgetting the name of that other anime that people Titan like. Titan A.E. <laughs> no 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 it, it's it's a stupid fucking show about the dumb girl and the it's pedophilia in it god what's you gotta really know her down so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna quickly google uh anime about the big hole because it always pops up when i type that yeah every single time i every single time i, I google search anime about the big hole because i forgot the name of it it's always the first result <laughs> uh okay so it's gorilla gone by way of made in abyss oh um, okay that's true i would have seen that shit so the the premise is you got a little girl who's all sassy and uh, really, really, uh, like, conniving and mischievous. And her, like, kind of deadbeat father, who's pretty okay with where his life is, just taking care of his super genius daughter. And they live in, like, this underground city. uh, And uh, she wants to escape, and she wants to go out into the world. But there's monsters outside, so her father says no. And then the monsters invade. And they hop in a mech and they go and leave the city that's being destroyed to hopefully try and find a place that she's been dreaming about that, uh, according to a clue that she received, actually exists. Um, it's a pretty standard plot, but I really like the dynamics between the father and the daughter. Yes, they have they have really good dynamics between each other. I really like... So the episode starts with her trying to escape... And the father, like, setting a trap and catching her. And then her, has she has already set a trap for him and caught him. So they're both just caught in a trap. And then they do that later in the episode again. So to imply that they do that fucking every night. <laughs> and it's really good. It's, it's incredibly cute. Um, like, it seems like I, I like how something I, I, that for me, I'll probably have to give it like a, another episode or two to see mm-hmm. how the like actual adventure is. Yeah, but I wasn't really feeling like, much with this first episode. I understand that. Uh, I'm a absolute fucking sucker for stories about parents that are like. Especially when it's about parents that actually care about their kids. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I've never experienced that. Uh, so I like to live vicariously through anime characters. Um, so, like, I was really feeling it. And it, I, of the shows that I'm going to stay watching, it might be one I end up dropping. It really depends. Because uh, I've, I've downloaded the, the next couple episodes and me and Nicole are going to watch them uh, whenever we get the time. Um, but yeah, like it's a show that could potentially go nowhere or could get better depending on how the journey is. Yeah. Um, cause like it, if it's just like nothing, then like I'm, I'm going to check out real quick. Speaking of checking out real quick, it's the next episode or the next anime on the list is blue period. Yeah. Moth fucking loves the show. Uh, uh, sure. It's not bad. No, it has some really good character designs. 
It has good character designs. I like the premise. Uh, like, uh, so so the, the premise of the show is you got a kid who has no drive in life. And he, he doesn't really care about what he does. He's like a chameleon. He, he doesn't stick. He doesn't try and stand out. He just lives his life. And then uh, a sassy girl is like, I do art. Here's my art. I'm so sassy. And she, he's like, oh, you can do art and it's something you can care about. What? And so like he does this like amateur drawing in like water, like, uh, like, uh, water, watercolor, like blue watercolors. Just trying to yeah. say blue watercolors, and it like portrays his feelings for how he views uh, 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 Tokyo in the morning, and uh, it means a lot to him. And people really like it. And he's like, "Oh, I did this thing. I'm really proud of myself. I'm gonna try and do art." And that's the show. Yep. Also, uh, should we mention that that sassy girl is uh, trans? Yo! Yeah, you missed the whole scene where the main character dead names her. <laughs> I did. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Oh, God damn it! Now my now, now the black of my brain that wants to enjoy everything LGBT is like, yo, maybe though. Yeah. I mean, Moth fucking loves the show. Uh, I bet Moth missed that too. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Like it's definitely seemed like it's definitely seemed like something that can go somewhere. But I don't think this is something I will try to keep up with. I might give it another shot just because that 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 extra like injection of interest, like that's a little bit more than I thought. And I really like positive uh, LGBT representation in media. And she seems like she kicks ass. Yeah. Um, but she could just end up being a nothing character for all I know. Um I might give it another few episodes. I might show it to Nicole because I feel like Nicole would, would like the idea of seeing a positive Japanese uh, trans character. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty like nonplussed on it. Um, but what I am plussed on is my senpai is annoying. I like this show a lot. This is this one's probably in my top three. <laughs> the, this show is super cute. Uh if you are someone who likes your relationship dynamics to include a size difference, you're done. Like, this is the show for you. Uh, there's not a lot to say about it. It's it's a very comfortable show. You could put this show at the end of your day, you just throw it on, and you'd be like, you don't even necessarily have to relax, like, pay that much attention to it. You can just relax. It's, it's very watchable. It is a very adorable romance anime. So, like, the whole, the whole thing is it's about this saleswoman who is very short. She looks like a child. Yes. Um, Uncomfortably so. Yeah. So, and she she's a saleswoman. She works in an office and everything. And her... Uh, it's like superior, I guess. The person who's basically like mentoring her. Uh, Senpai. Yeah. is this big, burly man who is very like jolly, basically, I guess. He's, he's, he's great. great. He's very wholesome. He like up, uplifts her. He tells her he's like proud of her and tries to help her constantly. And it's great. It's a really good dynamic between the two. Uh, my my favorite thing about the show is at the very end, uh, 
like uh, after I think I think how the show doesn't the show end with her being like, why can't I be your yes, wife? Yes, that's how it ends. Like, that, was, that shit got me. I was popping off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that was way too cute. And then it like it, then it cuts to her alarm for the next day, and and the calendar says beware of like bear attacks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, because he's gonna fuck yeah. her. <laughs> Good for her. But no, th- like. I, I like all the characters. This has, um, I, you probably haven't seen it, but this has very big, uh, like, um, uh, like, oh God, what's the name of the show? It's a show about uh, uh, otaku's dating. Um, it, the, like, dumb name that uh, uh, Moth calls it is Wotaku. Um, I have no clue what the fuck uh, you're talking about. It, it's, a good, it's a good show. It has very, it has similar vibes to that, where you have, like, um, the two primary, you have the primary pair and then a secondary pair, uh, which the secondary pair are also really cute. Uh, cause they're, they just have the, there's like the, he's slightly pervy, has serious looking eyes and, uh, is kind of a goofball and the really nice chick with huge madonkas. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're pretty cute in the the ed they have a cute moment and i want to see where their relationship goes uh this is it's, it's just a really comfy show it's really good to watch yeah i enjoy it a lot yeah. it's, like i said it's probably going to be one of the shows i will well yeah it's not probably it's going to be one of the shows i try to keep up with this season because i find it really fucking cute <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you right now if their relationship goes nowhere by the end i will be pissed. bad show yes uh, they need to be holding hands by at least the end. I, if they aren't holding hands by midway, I'll be upset. But at least by but, the end, you know, I I can accept not a kiss because Japanese people are prudes. But whatever. if she has to push out her poops by the end of the show, it's a bad show. <laughs> oh God! Um, the next the next anime on the list. Uh, a show that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, Komi-san can't communicate. This is... Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, I've watched every episode of this that's come out so far. This show is kind of perfect. This is probably the best show of the season. Yes. It is. Uh, so did you know it's about the same animation studio as uh, Pokemon and the 98 Berserk series? Are you fucking no, with I'm me? No, I'm not. Jesus Christ, that's in, that's absolutely insane. Because this because this show looks better than both of those put together. The newer seasons of Pokemon have been looking pretty good. Not gonna lie. Oh, yeah, but that's just like uh, I want to say that's a different studio. Is it? Now. I don't know. But yeah, the show looks fucking great. The show looks amazing. I was really worried about a Komi-san adaptation because I'm a huge Komi-san fan. Um, and I was really worried that, you know, they would fuck it up. Especially that first, like, the first chapter where you introduce the Komi and her communication disorder and they're talking on the chalkboard. Yeah. God, um, that, scene, that scene fucking made me cry. It's so good. And they did the jokes perfectly. It's really good. I oh. really want to try to get my wife to watch this because I think this is fuck this. The show is so cute. <laughs> I would tell you right now that when this comes out on Netflix, because it's a Netflix, it's a Netflix show yeah. right now. 
Uh, when this show comes out on Netflix, it's going to take over the internet. It's on Netflix in U.S. They're releasing it weekly in the U.S. Really? Yes, I was surprised when I found that out. Holy this and Blue Korea both. They're releasing weekly in the U.S. on Netflix. All wow, three episodes are out I didn't even know. on U.S. Netflix right now. Okay, good job, Netflix. Yeah, no, I was surprised because they they didn't fucking do that for Shaman King, a show that's still still airing. I I I was like expecting this to get a dub, and that's when they would come out, and it would be a bad dub. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, uh, this is a remarkably fantastic show. The gags are the best. Um, and I know, like, I know the gags. I've, I've read most of the, com- most of the manga. Like, uh, for example, uh, I, I imagine you've not read any of the manga, no. right? I knew nothing about this show, and so I watched it. The only thing I knew about it was, uh, Twitter losers always grouped together with, uh, what's the show? Fucking Nagatoro and the other one. Big movie one. What's that one called? Uh, yeah, the, the fucking, the bad, the, the, the two bad shows. Yeah, and I was and like, then, I don't know, com- like, what the fuck does this show have in common with those? It's it's really strange that people do, for whatever reason, like, group them together as, like, the three shows. It's like, no, those other two shows bad. Nagatoro's fine. This show is... Leave her alone. Fuck off. Leave her alone. Fuck Stop being mean off. to <laughs> Tell her to stop being mean in general. <laughs> uh but anyway um like the the thing about komi-san like uh is is that like she's on her goal is to make a hundred friends and that's what the manga is about and uh it's really fucking the the gags are insane they're they they established ongoing gags early on that continue going and it's always funny like you remember the second episode that guy that confessed to... Uh, I have not seen uh, the second not, episode. Uh, okay. In the second episode, there's a big burly dude who confesses to Najimi. Uh, and you haven't met Najimi yet, but uh, Najimi is... Uh, uh, th- their name is... Uh, so the cool thing about Komi-san, and by cool I mean uh, arguably aggravating if you hate puns, is that everyone's name is a pun. Like, uh, Todano Hito, uh, Todano's name is Todano Hito Hito. And I, I'm remembering correctly, that name means normal person. <laughs> That's good. Uh, 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 so the care, so this character is Osana Najimi, which, uh, translates to childhood best friend. And their whole thing is that they are everyone's childhood best friend. Everyone's. Uh, to the point where they ha- like they they have to schedule their lunches so that they can hang out with whoever wants to hang out with them that day, uh, and it's really f- and also they are gender ambiguous and depending on what is depending on what is funnier in the moment they will claim to be the opposite gender. That's good. It's great. Uh, super cute character design. I. Uh, it's a great character. So in the second episode, uh, Komi-san is someone that she has never been able to be friends with because of how frightening Komi-san looks to most people. Uh, so the second episode is just about them like trying to break the ice and become friends. 
And while they're doing that, this big burly like a uh, bully guy runs up on them. It's like, now, Jimmy, you, you you moved class. I just I wanted to let you know that like I like you and I want you to go out with me. And now Jimmy, now Jimmy goes, I can't do that. I'm a guy. And he's like, oh, well, that just makes it better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and like uh, Komi San uh, trying to like uh, talk to them just stands there menacingly. <laughs> And it freaks him out and makes him... No, no, what happens is he drops his house key and Komi-san picks it up and offers it out to him. And he sees this, her like looking menacingly with his house key in his hand. And he imagined that she, what, what the message she's trying to convey to him is that you better fucking leave or I'll kill you with your own house key. Uh, and, and he just runs off. And this turns into one of my favorite running gags in Komi-san, where that guy becomes convinced that Komi is actually a badass, mer- like, psycho killer. And he constantly goes to her for, like, tough guy advice. That's good. It's it's super fucking good. Everything about this. Oh, I love Komi-san so much. It's the yeah, best. Yeah, I, I definitely want to watch more of this. I would have watched more before we recorded, but, again, I was fucking crunching <laughs> oh yeah no you're 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 fine like i i appreciate you just doing this much yeah. uh speaking of appreciation let's talk about muteking okay so last night it got pretty late and i was like okay i got to the last five shows on the list and i was like okay i only have time to watch one of these so I checked my anime list and picked the one that had the lowest score. <laughs> this one had a score of like five point something. So I picked this Insane. One. This one's a fucking banger. <laughs> Muta King is fucking great. Like it <laughs> it has the exact like it has the energy of Pokemon, but despite being nothing like yeah. Pokemon. So this, you know is I mean? the, this is the show I have the most amount of notes for because it's <laughs> so good. It's so it is fantastic, like, stupid, and aware of itself. It's great. Uh, so, so the 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 plot of uh, Mute King, if you can call it a plot, uh, is that. A, a kid named Muteki moves moves into uh, New San, Neo San Francisco, uh, which is just San Francisco from like Big Hero Six. It just looks like New York with those cable cars. That's all it is. Uh, and like he's he's moved in, and I don't know why he's moved in yet. They don't even fucking he talk about that grandma. in the first episode. That DJ he's moving in with his grandma. That DJ, we'll get the DJ. DJ can get it. <laughs> but he moves in and he's like, oh no, I'm hungry. I'm gonna go to Taco Taco, a place that's so evil the food is black. Is it now, uh, Mike? English Mike. <laughs> is it evil yes. that the food is black? Yes. Uh, I've never seen, I, I've never seen a show that under like is saying capitalism is bad with a wink, but is also like committing to yeah. it. It's so fucking good. 
Like uh, the fucking the whole thing is like fucking the, the god damn. There's like an idol that fucking appears out of their own mouth and like sings and it puts people to sleep, and then they all turn into sludge because they're mindless consumers and they get fucking harvested by a weird poo ghost. And and the DJ who appears and like plays a fucking record and gives the main character skates and his his taco cells get fucking energized and turn him into Mute King. Uh God, this show's in this show's nuts. This show's insane. This is it's very much like it has the energy of Sonic Underground. <laughs> Um, whereas it's like, it's like one of those 80 shows about like rock and roll or whatever, where at the end of every episode, the heroes win by singing a song and it's really, it's great. I love it. It's funny. You should say that because this actually is, uh, a remake slash continuation of an old show called Mutekin from the eighties. Good. (laughs) And like to to let everyone know if because you probably have if you're listening to this you probably haven't watched Muta King, the show opens on a couple in like an old eighty style convertible talking about how much they love each other while fucking plastic love plays. Yes. And like not not like legally distinct plastic love. It's plastic love without the singing in it. It's fucking, this is the most 80s it could possibly be. And it's, and it is living in it. It's fucking breathing how 80s it is. It's very good. It has the, some English in there. The, it's good. Oh yeah, no, perfect. DJ, aka DJ. <laughs> DJ is great. God, and DJ's so hot. That is not why DJ is great. <laughs> Okay, you tell me why DJ's great. Is it because he's fucking a grandma? Yes. Okay, we I can get behind <laughs> that. Uh, I I love how little is explained about everything. Like DJ's just like, oh, well, obviously you're gonna put on these roller skates and turn into a giant Ultraman-sized hero and sing about how good you are at rollerblading. What else would happen? <sighs> this show is. It's fucking I insane. Fucking, you should watch it. The fucking name of the villain killed me. <laughs> CEO 8. The CEO of Quintino. Yeah, he's great. It fucking killed me. He's the biggest fucking Melvin I've ever seen in an anime. And as soon Even as he walks on ass. camera, a character calls him hot. <laughs> and I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> he even has a fucking bowl cut. Yes. He's so such a fucking. Oh loser. my! Okay, so one thing I fucking lost it, uh, and I don't know if this is purposeful. It's probably purposeful, but the fucking soda or ice cream sodas are like if the writer heard once about like root beer floats, but doesn't know what they look like. <laughs> So, uh, ice cream sodas were a thing a long time were ago. Were they? I just yes. assumed that it was like, they didn't know what, uh, hold on, ice cream No, soda. no, no. The, the, it, you know, it, it's a thing, but I, 
I do think it looks weird. Uh, I think they used to call them cream sodas. Cream sodas are a different thing. Because okay. I've had cream soda. Um, but I know, well, not cream soda, cream sodas. It's, it's Cream not, soda. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, cum soda. That That's what it is. Uh, okay. Also, the bit where he's like, where the fucking, uh, the person, uh, the, the girl that that's super, okay, I was about to say super hot in quotations. She's actually pretty hot at the diner. Yeah. Uh, and she's just like, oh, what do you want? Uh, no matter what you tell her, she will just bring you a cream soda. <laughs> it's good. It's so fucking funny. And then she was like, what if she brought me an ice cream soda? Obviously, I asked for an ice cream soda. <laughs> 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 that, that was really funny. Honestly, if a hot girl brought me something I didn't order, I'd probably be like, well, obviously this is what I ordered. Come on. Uh, but yeah, Muta King is just, it's really fun. I can't wait to watch more of it. Uh, you should check it out. Uh, next up on the list is Tact uh, Oppression Dynasty. Tact Opus Destiny. Uh, this is a gotcha sh- uh, fucking anime. It is better than it has any right to be. So I watched the first episode and I was like, you know, this is fine. Uh, what about, cause I know you said you really like this one. What, what about it spoke to you? I don't know. I kind of just, just, I thought it seemed neat and I had nothing else to do at work that day. <laughs> so I watched the, the three episodes that were out on Crunchyroll. Uh, so this is based on a gacha game that I don't even think is out yet. It might be out. I don't know. Uh, where the whole thing is you pull anime girls who are personifications of classical pieces of music. So the main, okay. the main girl is, a, is, uh, Beethoven's fifth symphony destiny. So her name is destiny. Uh-huh. So the, the second episode shows how uh, they like got their powers. So the first episode, uh, it, it doesn't explain really much about like it explains a little bit. Oh fuck! I dropped my phone. Whatever. Big Bang. It's fine. Uh, it explains a little bit about the world, but it doesn't explain how the characters got their powers. And then the second episode spins like some. The second and third episodes are basically the origin story of those characters. And the character of Destiny, Destiny, was a completely different girl. Uh, she was, uh, she had like a completely different personality and everything. And then something happens, and it awakens the like power within her, and she becomes Destiny. And when that happens, it plays like a sim- like a like a snippet of Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. <laughs> And it's really cool <laughs> when that happens. Okay. That sounds really stupid in a fun yes, way. That's, and that's the show. It is stupid in a fun way. Uh, I will say that first episode has some really good animation to it. So I was, and it's, I was kind of It stays interested. consistent because it's MAPPA. Oh, I didn't realize MAPPA yeah, was Yeah, it's MAPPA this. and Madhouse together. Ooh. So the animation stays consistent. Maybe I will give this another shot because that sounds pretty fucking yep. good. Uh, the second episode introduces uh, another composer and music arts. I think that's what they're called. Uh, 
uh, which is I forget the char- the dude's name, but the girl's name is Titan. She uses a shotgun. That is her weapon. <laughs> she's a lolly. She's nice. a twin-tailed lolly with a shotgun. Okay, you're speaking my language. And sir. the dude is like this big, kind of burly dude. And one of the first shots that introduces him, it always usually it just hangs on either his like his chest, his like exposed chest, or his ass. Nice. Uh, so it's really cool. I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. It's just kind of just like stupid fun. And it's a road trip anime I, too. I, you know what? You're kind of selling me back on it. I might pick this <laughs> one back up because I was ready to drop it. Um, but here's like here's the burning question, uh, Doko. How much money are you going to spend on this gacha? I will. It depends if they have the if if there if there is a new world symphony anime girl. I will have her. <laughs> what if they? What if they have a, a fucking uh, Christmas event, but the it's a, it's that fucking. Uh, that Christmas uh, orchestra that happens every year that I forget the name of. Uh, you mean the um, Trans Siberian Orchestra? Yeah, yeah. they have a tr- they have a trans girl orchestra. <laughs> <lady>. Yo, <laughs> yeah. Yo, I don't know if you've actually listened to Trans Siberian Orchestra's Christmas albums. They're really fucking good. <laughs> I I've listened to like I, I like it's impossible to say that you, <laughs> to say that you've listened to the Trans Siberian Orchestra is like saying you drink water. You've heard one of their songs. No, like every Christmas I listen to the Christmas Trilogy, which is their three Christmas albums, on repeat. I love those albums. <laughs> hmm. Maybe I'll give that a shot so I can listen to some Christmas music that doesn't want make me want. It's a bu- and there's like a bunch of like. Uh, like original music in there too. It's solid. It's solid music. Listen to Trans Siberian Orchestra and also watch Attack Opus Destiny at the same time. Yes. Uh, the reason uh, so it, a lot of people will call it Attack Op Destiny because that's how it's spelled, but it's about music. So Op is, is you're supposed to say Opus. Nerd. I took a, a a music class in college, baby. <laughs> the next episode, and the next, I keep saying episode. The next show on the list is a little show called Platinum End, which is which is by the same person. it is written by the same person who wrote Death Note. It is Death Note. Again, <laughs> it's fucking. This show is so fucking edgy. Yes, it is very edgy. <laughs> when you watch it on Crunchyroll, it gives you a warning that it is edgy. If you're someone that was like, "Man, I miss Death Note," it's it, it was like it was like edgy and cool. This show is so fucking for you. Like in the first episode, like. Uh, the main character, like the first thing that happens is the main character is like, I'm going to kill myself because no one loves me. Uh, the, main, the main character, uh, the first episode has uh, suicide. It has uh, child abuse. It has. Uh, oh, look, we can't just we can't just say it has child <laughs> abuse. God damn. Yeah. Uh, it has uh, attempted incest. 
uh, based. Uh, it has suicide again. Uh, based? Uh, this show is really cool. So the premise of the show is that this dude, he's had it with his life. He tries to kill himself and he fails because an angel picks him up and saves his life. And like uh, this angel is like a mix between like, like uh, just normal like angels where they're wearing like white and have wings and a biblical angel because she she's got she's got like weird fucking skin and she has multiple halos and shit. Uh, she's cool though. And she's like, hey, you know what? I saved your life. Uh, I'm gonna give you a reason to live. So I'm gonna give you a gift. You can either have Cupid's arrow or you can have wings to fly around with. And this motherfucker's like, I don't want either, so give me both or I'll kill myself. And she's like, okay. And then, like, he flies around. He's like, yeah, okay, wow, I have a reason to live again. And uh, and fucking he lands and he's just chilling out. And he's like, oh, this isn't so bad. And she just comes up to, next to him and like, wow, yeah, you, you really like the flying power. You should, you know, try out using that uh, Cupid's arrow because you can make anyone love you, you know? Like your like your aunt and uncle that you live with who killed your entire family, <laughs> and, he, and, and, and it has like a fucking he has like a double take that you could like put like a fucking car wreck sound over, <laughs> like, like like excuse me, and he fucking goes to his fucking family and his bitch aunt to just like go get me a lighter I want to get high. And he's like, aunt, I need you to tell me the truth. Did you kill my family? And she's like, what the fuck? And he shoots her with the arrow. And immediately she, immediately she gets up and is like, I want to fuck you. Uh, which is great. Uh, because uh, this isn't like, uh, it's not like his uncle is the one that he's related to. This is his biological aunt. Yeah. Oh, man. And it goes from there to, like, not only did we kill your family, but we did it for money. And we the only reason we kept you alive is so the money would go to us. And it's like, Jesus Christ. And after he has this mental breakdown, he just looks at her fighting with, the, with, with her husband and says, you guys should just kill yourselves. And she, she fucking grabs a knife. And you're like, oh, God, she's going to fucking attack this guy. And she looks at the main character and she might as go, she might as well go, I'm doing it for you, Damien. <laughs> and fucking stabs herself in the goddamn neck. And there's blood everywhere. This show is so fucking edgy. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh it, it definitely Honestly, it has that like 2000s energy. <laughs> Yes. Oh, 100%. Of, like, Adult Swim uh, and, like, Blood Plus and shit. Yes! Th this totally is a show that would have come on in, uh, like, 2008 Adult yeah. Swim. Uh, and, like, um, the top it all off as well, it's revealed at the end that, like, oh, and also, uh, not only is this edgy... This is also a death game now, and you're a contestant to become the new god, and you have to kill everyone else. It's like it's like a it's like, it's like a mongoose. Yes, it's it's a. <laughs> I'm not even gonna play. With that. I'm, I'm gonna forget you said that. 
And the last anime on our list is a show that I really like. It's a show by Studio Wit. And we're probably going to talk about this pretty quickly because the episode is starting to become long. (laughs) Whoops. Uh, We actually talked about Dune and books for an hour. This is a surprisingly lengthy episode. (laughs) Uh, The last anime on our list is Osuma Ranking, uh, which is a show about a kid who's deaf and mute and he's a prince and he could become king but he's weak and uh it's 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 done by studio wit who did the good seasons of attack on titan um the show looks really good it's pretty fucking cool um and i like it a lot yeah (laughs) it's uh i was surprised at how good the animation was oh yeah like, uh, the animation for the show is oddly good uh, for the premise. Like, because you would think of, of the premise like this, it would just be, like, pretty basic animation. Yeah. But when whenever someone picks up a sword or has to dodge an animal, it's like, wow, the show looks so amazing. So, the big thing with the prince in the show, uh, I forget his fucking name, but whatever. So, he had, there's the prince, and then there's his younger brother. Who's like actually like like strong and good with a sword and shit? Uh, the the main character put all of his points into uh, evasion. Yeah. Uh, to get those uh, fast rolls with a lot of iframes. <laughs> Dude's got so many fucking iframes; it's untouchable. <laughs> so that like he can just dodge anything. And so the, and the episode ends with like a fight between the two brothers and he wins because he just dodges every hit. Yeah, it's it's and when he lands a hit, it's not even a hit. He just he tries to swing into as a hit and it's just like barely taps him with the sword because he's a weak little yep. baby. Uh, it's also g- uh, good to note that this kid, uh, I don't know how old he is. He's like two feet tall. Uh, and his dad, I don't know how old he is. He's like 20 feet tall. He's an actual giant. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a re- it, it makes for like a really uh, funny com- like uh, visual comparison. Because like his father coughs blood to his hand and then holds out for his son. And his son goes over there to hold his hand. And he just puts his hand on his pinky because that's all he could grab. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, a really good kid show. Oh, this is yes. really a perfect oh. kid show. If this gets a dub, this is gonna. I I'm going to add this to shows to tell uh, people I know with kids to watch. Yeah. No, definitely. Like, um, I really hope this gets a good dub for that very reason. Because I would I would like to show the show to my kid if it turns out to be really good, and it probably will be really good because it's wit. And uh, I, it's kind of hard. There's not too much to say about the the first episode. I feel like uh, to have a great opinion of this one, you probably need to see the second one. But like the first episode's really good. Yeah, I think it really um, sets up the premise really well, and the and the characters. Yes. The fucking it just has a random shot of the dude just standing on a spear, and it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> that shot comes out of nowhere, and it's like, excuse me. <laughs> 
Uh, I also we didn't mention the the kid has like a friend who is uh, part of the Shadow Clan, which are people that live inside of like shadows, and he looks like a weird monster. Yep. It's really good. His name's Kage, which I think I think might be. I think that might mean king. It I don't means remember. shadow. Oh, it means yeah. shadow. Oh, that makes sense. Okage. Okay. Because I was I was thinking of Okage, which okay. I'm bad with words. Um, but with that, like I, I think that's the seasonal. Uh this is a pretty honestly, there's a lot of mid in this season, but there's a lot of really good. Yes, yeah, there's a lot of there's there's a, there's a lot of cute shit this season. Oh, adorable. Yes. And um, uh what what would you say are your what would you say is your like top three like the shows you're gonna watch? Um, definitely, Comey can't communicate. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch it, but I'm still going to put it in my top three. Uh, but um, Osama what Obama ranking Osama ranking oh, Obama oh, ranking ranking Obama <laughs> ranking of kings. Is what it translates to. Um, and then, I don't know, probably Tact Opus Destiny. That or, um, uh, by Senpai's Annoying, or whatever. What is it? My Senpai can't possibly uh, be yeah. this annoying. My, my Senpai can't possibly, uh, fucking gape my <laughs> asshole this hard. Um, for me, it's like, like you, it's Comey 100%. Like, Comey is a manga that's really personally because i have extreme social anxiety yeah um like comey might as well be me except actually attractive just like me for real oh uh, which is something we didn't mention but comey san is literally the most attractive creature ever designed uh ever uh except for maybe her mom which her mom looks exactly like her except she talks too much so let's go yeah, so like, just wait till you meet her mom. It's great. Also, her her brother is is also insanely hot. Uh, I feel like uh, <laughs> Doku. I feel like you're gonna meet her brother, and you're gonna be like, I can't believe he's underage. Uh, I you're you're gonna start immediately uh, writing self insert Komi uh, San fan fiction where you fuck the adult version of of her brother. Why would you say this in um, a recording? <laughs> But yeah, uh, other than that, you know, Komi-san, you know, obvious. I love Platinum End. It's terrible in, like, the gross way that reminds me of, like, shit I used to watch a lot of. Like, and it's not terrible. It's actually pretty high quality. Yeah. Um, when I say terrible, I mean it's, like, schlocky and edgy. Like, like the only thing it's missing is a super edgy OP, which it already has kind of an edgy OP. Um, but I compare that to like Death Note, which literally had like death metal openings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other one is eighty six, uh, which you know we was at the beginning of the list, but uh, uh, eighty six is legitimately one of my favorite anime right now. Um, and I highly recommend you check it out if you are interested in good stories about war that aren't just like nuanceless war bad. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think this has been an episode of We Hate Anime. Um, 
Wow, this is probably the longest episode we've had in a while. It's just two of us, baby. <laughs> That's right. When we when, when you get us together, we're we're fucking we're a power fucking couple. We're ADHD gonna win, win. goblins. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, follow me on Twitter at SudokuFGC. I will tweet about shit you do not care about. Um, uh, <laughs> He's just like me for real, for real. <laughs> Uh, I have a tw- I have a Twitch that I never use. I'll probably uh, no, I I won't fucking promise anything. Uh, but I have a Twitch I never <laughs> fucking use. Uh, I was going to try streaming the rest of the Danganronpa series, but that's probably not going to happen. I'll probably just play it in my own time. Um, but yeah, so it's like the two main things I have. Mainly the Twitter. Go to my Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Do- Do- Doku's got a good, got a good. He's a good give, tweeter. Give me, give me those, give me those good follower numbers. Give me the good burn chemicals. Uh, yeah, uh, much like uh, you, you know, you can uh, follow me on Twitter. You know, at uh, any Mikeadu, uh, which I will someday uh, update to a, a better uh, username. Uh, whenever uh, at I hate anime dies, <laughs> we're coming for you. Like. The dude hasn't posted since 2016. You're going to tell me I can't have his at? Fuck you. Fucking come for you. Fucking goddamn it. Uh, also, please, you know, do the thing where you like and subscribe and comment. Because uh, did you know that if you comment and like and shit, it like tells the a- algorithm to show it to yes, other people? Please. Isn't that crazy? Like, like, I like, comment something, please. Yeah, just fucking just just say bullshit. I don't yeah. care. T- t- call me a cuck. I don't fucking care. Do it. Do it. He likes it. Do it. Yeah, call 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 me call me a pretty little cuck. And with that, this has been the We Hate Anime Podcast. Good night, everybody. Uh, have a good one. <laughs>